Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey, it's Garcelle Beauvais, and this is Going to Bed with Garcelle. Every episode, me and my rotating mix of girlfriends, some celebrities, some not, will be heating things up with provocative girl talk. Get ready. No topic is too taboo, and everything is grown and sexy. Tonight, I am going to bed with Heather Dubro, boss chick, mom, wife, former Real Housewives of the OC. Now, I know Heather has a big-ass house. I want to know if she's had sex in every room. Hey, Heather. (laughs) Well, that's quite an intro. Hi, honey. How are you? Hi, baby. What's your drink of choice tonight? What do you think my drink of choice is? Please, champagne. Of course. Have we just met? (laughs) (laughs) The other person I'm going to bed with is... My ride-or-die girlfriend, Nicole Smith, she's a mom, she's a wife, she is a publicist, and she's also a shopaholic like me. Hey, girl. Girl, hi, how are you? You're going to out me the first thing you do? (laughs) Yes, I'm a proud shopaholic. Okay, keep drinking. What's your drink of choice tonight? Tonight, I am having vodka and cranberry. What are you having? My drink of choice is a vodka spritzer with berries. It's very empty. (laughs) And listen, don't judge me. Don't judge me. I don't do this for a living. It wasn't a judgment at all. It was merely an observation that you might need a refill. Okay. Clearly. (laughs) You know, I always say nothing is a coincidence. I try to get, you know, my girls together that I feel like there's a kinship. There's a, you know, there's a vibe. So let's go. I heard this story that a woman was caught masturbating at an Ikea. Now, we've all been into an Ikea. Has it ever made you horny, baby? (laughs) (laughs) No! No! Odd. First of all, I'm so hung up, I I have a problem doing it at home. So to do it (laughs) at Ikea, when you know there's security camera, I'm I'm joking, but I mean, let's be honest. She was doing it for because she knew. So we could talk about it. So we could talk about it. This was a voyeuristic, hey, I'm going to touch myself in every room at Ikea, and this is going to go viral. I don't think she's upset about this. No, No, I don't think she's upset about it. I've been in Ikea. The only thing that I would get hot for is the meatballs. So maybe the balls. I mean, you clearly have to be in the mood to do something like that. What mood are you in going into Ikea that says, I want to touch myself? No, you're dizzy. They make you walk in a pattern Around yes. and around and around. Maybe she was just loopy. <laughs> All right. That's hysterical. All right, you both, you guys are married, obviously, and been married in long-lasting, loving relationships. If your husband had said to you, let's have a threesome, what would be your first? 
I guess we know what Heather thinks. <laughs> My God. Did you snort? Yeah, you did. My, and I haven't even, I've only had one sip of alcohol. My husband, oh, this is so TMI, oh, but he's God. like, I'm the more sexual one of the two really? of us. Totally true. And he's not very experimental. Now, I personally wouldn't want to have a three-way not because I'd be against it, like with consenting adult type people, just because, yeah. number one, I'm not really that interested in doing it. And number two, I, you know, I'm too, like, sensitive and emotional. I'd be like, well, what? I, I don't think I could mentally. So, I, I mean, I think for me, I wouldn't want to have the three-way because I'm not that into I mean, I'm all for fantasy about that kind of thing, but not, like, yeah. in, in the practical terms of it. Yeah. The, the hygiene issue, the who is it. <laughs> and then... okay. Okay. And then, and then there's also like, like mentally, I, 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 I think I, I, I would be jealous. I don't know. I couldn't do that. It's too much to keep up with. It's too much to keep up okay. with. So now I'm going to throw. A, you got to outdo yourself. <laughs> I'm going to throw a little wrench in there. Okay. So now there's these sex dolls that not only are they lifelike, they have a, they, they breathe, they have a heartbeat. So would you then be more open to a threesome if you could do a doll? I think I'd be okay with the doll. No. I wouldn't be jealous with the doll. He's not going to fall in love with the doll. The doll <laughs> has no cellulite. <laughs> Boobs are perky as fuck. <laughs> Girl, listen. If the doll can breathe and has a heartbeat, men may be replaced, okay? <laughs> I'm just oh. saying. By the way, you know what's interesting? Our, our, what? I was assuming it was a female doll, but I guess there could be a male... Yes, doll. there is male, but I was referring to a female doll, yeah. doll as well. Yeah, I think that's an interesting point. I think I would be more open to, if, like, if he really, he would never want to, by the way. <laughs> never. Ever. Ever. But if he wanted to, I think, yeah, yeah I think I'd be more open to that. My husband looks at naked women all, all day long. Yeah. Can we yeah. talk about that? Your husband, Terry Debro, world-renowned plastic surgeon and obviously a huge star on Botched. How do you deal with that, especially when you first started dating? Well, when I first met him, I'm like, this is never going to work out because this is all real. <laughs> and he was, and he laughed. But, you know, I had like killer boobs. I mean, full, D, natural, Ooh. big, perky boobs. They were wow. awesome. Damn. It seems like you need a trip to Ikea, Heather. Yeah. <laughs> well, not anymore, Nicole. Those four children sucked the life out of those babies. So there went that. Those damn kids. But anyway, so at yeah. the beginning, I was worried because he, I, to me, he was used to this model of perfection, right? Right. Um, I would tell you, you know, I, I became unworried after a period of time. I, he doesn't obviously see them as sexual right. bodies. Um, right. But, you know, I, I will say there was like a half a second, like eight years ago, where I thought about maybe getting like a little implant because yeah. my breasts had deflated yeah. and I used to have these yeah. great big boobs. Yeah. And um, I, part of the reason I didn't do it, part is because I'm allergic to everything and I know it would be a disaster <laughs> for me. Okay. But the yeah. other part was like, <laughs> I don't know. There's something about his wife being like kind of real and, you know, not having plastic surgery right. and not having the implants and everything yeah. that I, it just. It I, makes you stand out. I guess. Yeah. And he really doesn't like the plastic look. Isn't that amazing? But that's what he does for a living. Mm -hmm. And he's great at it. 
but it's kind of like a bus driver. Do you want to own a bus if you drive a bus all day? I Am don't I so. the bus right. in this scenario, <laughs> Nicole? Why did we go to a bus? I Why thought we, we were going to go to a candy store. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. A chocolate factory. Okay. But a bus? A bus? <laughs> All right, my friendship with her, I'm, ch- I'm, I'm, t- I'm thinking. We twice. may have I'm to reevaluate. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so there are apps now to have sex. Like he can control. <laughs> listen, I love that you crack listen, up. I love listen. that you crack up every time. But listen, I was thinking, if, first of all, if there's an app for me to have sex, I'm not interested. No. And if he puts a device on me that he can control while he's in New York, let's say, I could be at a parent-teacher conference. And next thing you know, I'm coming at the... I'm coming at you're the... twitching. You're kind of twitching. Coming apart at the seams. Yeah, so, you know, it's funny. We were talking about wearable vibrators. And, oh. Yeah, and it's very similar to what you're talking about. So it's this kind of vibrator you wear and your partner can have a remote or there's an app you can use. And, you know, I think some couples in, like, again, a voyeuristic kind of way want to do it at dinner. Like, it's kind of sexy. One, like, Mr. Gray is ready to see you kind of way. Exactly. I don't know. I think, you know, I'll tell you, you want to hear something hilarious? So Mm -hmm. my parents lived in Amsterdam for 14 years. And we used to go all the time. So, you know, in Amsterdam, they do live sex shows. It's like a thing. Right. Yep. So Terry came, comes with me one time to Amsterdam, and we're dating, I think. We're engaged, dating. I don't like that. And uh, I was like, well, let's, because it certainly wasn't his idea. Okay. So I'm okay. like, why don't we go to this live sex show? I won't wear underwear. This will be sexy, you know, whatever. And we go to the show, and, like, we were horrified. Why? By the whole thing. And I was so disgusted by even sitting on the chair I was sitting on. (laughs) And it was so not sexy. It's like an acrobatic show of of Pusemos, basically. And (laughs) what does Pusemos mean? Is that French for Puse? No, it's actually Spanish for we put, but you know, I like my version when, better. But yeah. when you're in Spanish class in mad. eighth grade and they say, Puse, pusiste, puso, pusemos, it's funny. Of course. And so it's we, still funny at our age. It's still funny. So we call it's still it funny. Pusemos. Yeah. So anyway, it was, it was like this show. They were shooting ping pongs out of their hoo-hahs and all this crazy <laughs> stuff, which is kind of interesting to watch in a vaginal Cirque du Soleil kind of way. But... It's it not doesn't sexy. Turn you on. No. Right. Not no. at all. Not no. At all. I actually not went to a strip club with a, a guy that I was dating years ago. And I thought, this is cool. I'm the cool chick. I can go with my man. And I order him a lap dance. And when I saw his face go in a trance <laughs> because he's so into her, I was like, oh, hell no. I am never doing that again. I will never do that again. You I was watched horrified. him have a lap dance? Yes. I ordered the lap dance. And then so I was she like, thought she oh. was cool. I she thought, thought I was down. Was not cool. No, I'm, I'm not cool. Not like Until that. Until the reality hit. Exactly. exactly. Would you, you do the three-way? Would I do it, you know? Not with the robot. <laughs> oh, not with the robot. You know what? Not with the robot. Um, Not now. Have I would have done it. Yes. Oh. <gasps> 
Oh, do tell. <laughs> do tell. Oh, my God. Drink, drink up. Do tell. Okay, you two are out of control. <laughs> what um, what yes, when was this? I did years ago. Years ago, I was dating this guy, and I thought, again, try to be the cool chick. Cool yeah, chick. Yeah, let's it, try man. it. So we had this other girl. We got into it, and it was really great. And Wait, then- how'd you find the girl? We, we kind of knew her. Okay. And we knew she was kind of down for that. Yeah. So we, we all got into it. And it was nice for the first five minutes. But then I didn't like seeing him being into someone else. I was okay with her and I. Uh-huh. But him with her, it turned me off. And then I got jealous. And then it became too much. And then we never did that again. Exactly. Yeah, only versus I fiction, do it. right? I yeah. wasn't as down as I wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. And then I want to come back and talk about... What are you guys doing in quarantine? Is there a lot of sex happening in quarantine? Let's talk about married life in quarantine. Obviously, I have nothing to say about this, but I want to hear from you. (laughs) How is it being together 24-7? It's 24-7, okay? Listen, marriage is lovely, and he's like my ride or die, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like conjoined twins at this point. I don't know if I signed up for all of this. Okay. It's good. I'm having to find new ways to hide packages that come to the door, and he's sitting on the damn couch. I can't deal with it. How long have you guys been married? 12 years. Okay. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. But 12 years, but it's, you know, it's much. I like my private time. Yeah. (laughs) that package thing is so true. It's I'm so serious. Bad. No, it's serious. It the, listen, I can't avoid it. He's on the couch. The doorbell rings. The package arrives. First, I'm leaving it out there for a little longer than I'm comfortable with. Okay. And then I make up excuses to open the door again and sneak it in under a shirt. I can't. This That's is so work. funny you say that because I'm not married, work. obviously, but I told the boys that we are not buying Anything that's not an essential. So if I get a package, Jax will say, Mom, is that an essential? Like, yes, shut up. Is. Just shut up. All you have to do, say it's women's things. That'll shut oh, him up. Oh, there you go. That'll shut him up. Ooh. How's it going for you with that Terry? Is very funny. Well, first of all, just to button up the package thing, I will tell yeah. you. So we have a closet where we keep packages, right? And mm-hmm. so it's the package closet. The and there's bag. like a box cutter and there's stuff in there or whatever. So he doesn't, he never goes there. And that's why we have the package closet. But he, <laughs> but he, now that he's home every day. Okay. He, he, everywhere, he knows where the package closet is. And so, oh, my list of things that come in packages is, yeah. I'm so good now because we have the puppies and everything. I'm like, it's dog food, boot bags. <laughs> I got carpet cleaner. Dishwashing detergent. Exactly. I'm like, Chanel? I go, Chanel doesn't deliver. Okay. But they do. I will tell you that after all these years, we have a very good, healthy sex life. I mean, there's been years. When you're you're together this long, it's like every other part of your relationship. You have, you know, good days and bad days, good weeks. Yeah, sure. There's also good years and bad years, even when it comes to sex. And, And I think it depends on... Yeah, uh, you know what your weight looks like, how you feel about yourself physically. You know what your career is the looking like. What's the connection? Going on, exactly. What's going on? Who the kids? Are you exhausted from the children? Are they emotionally, yeah. physically, whatever it is? But I have to say, after all these years, we have really nice sex life, fun, great, very, very grateful and blessed. What surprised me about this period of time oh, is that boy. everyone was like, there's going to be a baby boom. I mean, not me. I'm like 107 yeah. and my tubes are double knotted. But Girl, okay, I'm 120. I, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But having said that, miracles happen. You never. No, I'm kidding. But um, I, but everyone's like, oh, there's gonna be a baby boom. Everyone's quarantined, like after World War II, and everyone. but at that time, people felt safe. This is yeah. completely yeah. different, and this I. This is nuts. Nuts. It's an adjustment. It's, it's an adjustment. adjustment. For sure. A complete adjustment. Are you having sex everywhere in the house? No. Well, no. our sex life. Our sex Girl. life. When we have sex, it's still great, and we're not forcing it. Like okay. I would say, like usually, like in a normal period of time, if I realized it had been like a few days or a week or right. something, I would be like, "Hey, let's let's like get this going." You yeah. schedule it in. You do, you and so, yeah, and sometimes you have to, and that's okay. That's no, insane. No, no, sometimes you have to. Not necessarily pencil it in, but in your own mind, you do a mental check, and you're like, "All right, I got to take care of him. I yeah, get it. I got to take care of me." Right. Yeah, it's not like Wapner at four. You know, you're not doing no, that. Not at all. But, not at all. But you have I to say heard Wapner at <laughs> least at least Judge Judy. Come right. on now, Judge Judy. But you ha- but you have to say all. All right, you know what? We've been busy. All this stuff has gotten away from us. Let me plan yeah. a date night or let me, yeah. you know, like figure out how to get us back in track. Because your relationship obviously is so much better when you're connected and Absolutely. sex gives you that 1, connection. 1,000%. 1,000%. But 000%. We, I haven't been doing that and we haven't been doing that. It's not like we haven't had any sex, but it really has been nothing compared to like what we usually do. But when we have it, right. it's still great. But it's really, it's just been a very odd Time, but I will say this: What's been interesting to me about Terry is his gratitude for me. Oh, oh okay. <gasps> because he realizes everything yeah. that you've been doing. Do. Yeah, he's home this to see true. it. Yeah, this is true. I love when a man does things for me, right? Whether it's babe, I'll clean up after dinner since you cooked. So there's yeah. a thing called chore play. Is there any chores that your man could do that would turn you on? <laughs> I need you to stop, Heather. I need you to stop. I, lo- I can't tell you how much I love this. This is like my favorite show ever. I want babe, you know, I'll fold the laundry. <laughs> okay. All right. Obviously, Terry. They're give me tell me, Terry. Last weekend. Uh, Terry no, DeBrosa. Last weekend, my husband cleaned uh-huh. out the garage and I looked at him like he was the rock. I gotta really? say, okay, absolutely. I was like, oh my God, you can move those muscles? Oh did, my God. Did he do a good job off. though? I don't care. He moved his body yeah. off the couch. I'm happy. <laughs> it takes very little. I was very happy. So yes, oh I understand God. chore play very well. My <laughs> husband walks around the house like he's just scrubbed in for surgery. I mean, he touches nothing. <laughs> He touches nothing. And he thinks it's a big deal if he, like, picks the plate up and takes it to the sink. Like, I helped. (laughs) And I'll also say I've really screwed up since the beginning by not training him properly because... Right? Yeah. No, no, I I do take full responsibility. I did it when the twins were born. Yeah, I was like, I wanted to handle everything. I wanted to be, like be in charge and and Strong and woman. just you could do it all. Do it all. And yeah. so he never had to do it all. So guess what? He never had to do anything. <laughs> and now true. he's scrubbing Very in for true. surgery. Now he's scrubbing in for surgery. But the thing is, is that you know his 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 comeback is you know well, I work this many. You know he works hard, and I get yeah. it. Sure, of course he does. But yeah. it yeah. did come to a little bit of this while he was home because I'm like, well, you ain't doing that now, brother. Okay. <laughs> Pick Let's keep dish. it real. <laughs> I know it's true. There's no it's chore hilarious. play. There's no it's chore so play true. at all. There's no chore play. No. no. 
have you guys talked about sex to your kids? Mm-hmm. My kids are 12. Every time yeah. I bring it up, it's like, mom, it's so gross. And, <laughs> yeah. and I, try to, I try to sneak it in here and there. But yeah. I know you have kids that are, Heather, that are driving, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So I'm sure you've had the sex talk. Yeah, so, I mean, I grew up in a very repressed household with um, very 1950s parents. My sister Same and here. I, I didn't even know yeah. what a period was. When I got my period, I thought me I was neither. dying. Neither did me I. Too. Neither I did thought somebody I. stabbed me. I hit it. I hit it. <laughs> I hit it, too. I stole tampons from my aunt's house. There you go. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. It was I was terrible. afraid to use tampons because I thought I'd lose them in there. But how much oh, do you... Yeah, then, no, like, that's a thing. I know, I know. And it's scary. I read I said, the directions. I oh. I'm a rule wow. follower, Garcelle. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm like... Obviously. I was like, Diagram how do I just one? put it in? <laughs> that was me. But, oh so with my kids, not from a crazy young age, but as soon as they started asking questions or things came up, we'd have a conversation about it. So with my oldest daughter, <clears throat> I think she was probably seven or eight. I mean, we were talking about pubic hair, and I gave her a whole dissertation about, you know, pubic hair through the ages and what the bush was in the 70s oh and the landing God. strip. And we laughed. Oh, my God. Oh, we laughed, and it was silly. And so, and then... But, but she you know, got it. She totally got it. But one of my other daughters, who's 13, she wanted the talk a couple of years ago, and I was like, I think you're too young because she's a very young person anyway. Yeah. Just, yeah. She's, she's just yeah. very young. So I started talking to her, and I only got kind of as far as the period. She was like, okay, that's enough, that's enough. There you go. And then my oldest daughter ended up telling her about sex, unbeknownst to me, which I thought was great. No, it was good. It was like a good bonding thing. For for me, it's like, just be open and honest and answer the questions. Exactly. That's what I do, too. I mean, with Jackson Jade... It's so funny when we're watching movies, this was them. Like if somebody started kissing, they would both cover their eyes. And now Jack still covers his eyes. Jade leads. Jade, you know, leans, leans in. in. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. They're on their own path. But I try to have the conversation yeah. with them and say, you know, do you know what consent is? Consent is, I said, you know how like for going to the movies, we all have to agree on what movie that we want to see. Consent is like that. Everybody has to agree on what you're going to do. So I tried to give them a little bit at a time. Nicole, what have you done with Christopher? Well, exactly. So that's that's more than just the sex talk. That's a, the life talk, yeah. I really think. Yeah. And that's, that's what I've focused on in the life talk and making sure that, you know, you do have consent, you make good choices, and you be ready based on your own rhythm, not your friend's own rhythm or what yeah. you think you should be doing. I mean, it's it's your own rhythm. And I mean, you know, he knows about the body and, and all of that. School did a really great job. I'm not going to lie. I didn't really teach about that as much as I probably should have. Mm-hmm. But he's he's pretty wise. I mean, well, you know. I had a friend uh, leave me a voice message saying, oh, my God, girl, I had to teach my son how to masturbate because he's going to break it off. No, that's too much. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I was like, first of all, who's teaching that? That is so funny. But, you know, you bring up such a good point because, you know, both of you, it is a life talk. Now, with my son, and I have three girls and one boy, so different conversations, right? And we've had the consent conversation, but it's interesting how it's beyond the sex thing. It's It's, beyond. it's, It's a safety thing. For the boys, we have to teach them not just how to be a gentleman and not just how to get consent, but to really, you've got to think 12 steps ahead 
and protect yeah, no yourself nowadays. in so many different ways. But also little things like, okay, so especially with the girls, I will tell them, I'm like, when you go to a party, you can never drink from an open anything and you can oh never God. leave your drink anywhere. Yeah. Now, That's yeah. what my mother taught me early well, age. She did? <clears throat> yeah. yeah. My mom always yeah. said, if you put your drink down at a party, you never down. pick it back up. See, yeah. okay, because I remember in college, we used to put our drinks down, we'd go dance, we'd come back, we'd right. drink our drinks. It was no big deal. I'm Girl, like, Girl, you're you, lucky. You can never do that. I, was, I didn't always follow that, but I got the talk, okay? No, that scared the hell out of me. That was enough. That's all I needed to know. All right, I'm going to ask you some really quick questions okay. now, you guys. When was the last time you lied to your husband? When I got a package this, this morning? morning? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got a... Listen, before before this call, I got a package, and it was. We should call this the Snort Fest. <laughs> it was guinea pig food. Mine was guinea pig food. Well, he liked the necklace I'm wearing, and I said I bought it months and months and months ago, and it just came in. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Moving on. Um, have you ever faked an orgasm for yes. your husband? Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. So listen. Have you ever faked going to sleep so you don't have sex? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. I have. <laughs> really? Oh, good for you, Heather. Re <laughs> no, I, by the way, I'm kind Heather of... Heather gets the star today. Uh, well, you know, I, I mean, I'm kind of always kind of into it. And if I'm really not into it, then I'll just That's say, amazing. I am like, I just can't. I love you okay. tomorrow, whatever. Last time you masturbated. Uh, hmm. I don't know. Oh, my God. This weekend for me. But I'm oh. single. Well, so, there you go. Mazel tov, girl. Mazel tov. Yeah, good Thank for you. you. <laughs> do you have like a favorite vibrator? I do. I have a couple. Oh. <laughs> I have a couple. I also have a white one and a black one, depending on my mood. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. I'm not going to get into it any further than that. Really? Have you ever tried um, the womanizer? No. Oh, no. You I name just, yours? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Her name is Sheila. No. Um, no, it's um, actually Jen Berman is one that told me about it, and I got it. It wasn't my kind of thing. It's supposed to. It's supposed to um, simulate oral sex. Oh my really? god! Yeah, it's oh, like I a, would love that. Not to be gross, but it's like a clit sucker. Oh, oh. sign me up. The womanizer. The womanizer. <laughs> the womanizer. But I, I found Never it very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> so an, an aggressive clip. An aggressive, an aggressive clip. <laughs> I don't know. Just All saying. Right. Have you ever thought about someone else while having sex? Yes. Brad Pitt. Yes. 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 I love your that's honesty, a, ladies. I love it, love it, it, love it. That's I love all it. part of it. Yeah, it's I'm like, sure he's love it. Yeah, I'm sure he's thinking Great. too. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not of somebody you know. Who cares as long as I don't know about it? <laughs> Exactly. Just don't tell me about it. I don't care. Exactly. Listen. Oh, my God. Um, Heather, has your marriage improved since you left the franchise? Great. Oh, wow. By the way, great question. We had question. we had one season on the show that was really hideous. And <clears throat> it was so bad that it was the first time that I ever thought, gosh, are we not going to make it? Really? Oh, no. The one time. And I we got into a huge fight. And I sat him down. And I said, OK, so here's the story. We either figure out how to get through being on this show together or we're getting mm -hmm. off the show. Because our marriage and our family is worth more than this. And we figured yeah. it out. We put in a lot of really good work. Our relationship is tight. Our communication is very good. And the way we fight mm -hmm. 
What we've learned healthy. over the years, we are just much, much better at it. I'm proud oh, of us. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. I'm proud of you guys too. One of my favorite parts of my podcast is highlighting someone of the week who touched you, made you laugh, just brought joy, anything. And we call that going to bed with. So who would you like to go to bed with tonight? For me this week, Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson is so cool. I don't know if you guys heard her rap, the hip hop parade. Yes, yes. She knew every word to this (laughs) rap song. Authentically like, knew every word. She, I mean, Rita Wilson is a bad chick. Like, how about that? So I want to go to bed with Rita Wilson. Um, Nicole, who do you want to go to bed with? I want a threesome. I want to go to bed with first Obama and how he clapped back this week. Finally, okay. I'm like, where have you been? Thank you for speaking up. That was a great what speech. What took you so long? Yeah, it was, was wonderful. Speech. And, you know, it was authentic. It was heartfelt. And... He kind of said, I mean, I've been waiting for him to speak up and say something and retaliate and fight back or say, and he did it in the classic quintessential Obama way. So, you know, and then you, Garcelle, honestly, not for nothing, not because you are hot and a baddie, but you're really killing this in quarantine. I got to tell you, I mean, somebody who wasn't tech savvy, you're like setting up your own in, (laughs) in home studio. So I'm I'm also paying my son Jack's. But yeah. uh, no, I've seen you, girl. Listen, I've seen you, you. So I'm very proud of so, you. So, Nicole, yes, you want to go to bed with me? Mm-hmm. Am I going to have to watch you next time you come over? <laughs> <laughs> you better start choosing black or white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, who would you like to go to bed with? I want to go to bed with a vegan chef. Tabitha, do you know who she is? Yes, Tabitha Brown. Yes, and she's an actress, and she's amazing, and she's got the cutest voice and accent, and she does her whole thing, and she's got her little catchphrases. So I put in a dash of this, a dash of this, like so, like that, and I put in a little red pepper because that's my business, and she's so (laughs) cute, and I found her so inspiring, and she's She's just, you know those kind of people that just, like, light comes out of them? Yeah. Like, they're kind of touched. They radiate. They radiate. And she radiates light and happiness and everything that's good about the world. And whether you're a vegan chef or not a vegan chef or you cook or you don't cook, I just like watching her. And it's like, you know, in little short spurts on on Instagram or YouTube or whatever it is. But I, I just find her very inspiring. I've tried to make a bunch of things that she makes. Some I've done well, some not so much. But... I just love her. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Heather, tell me where people can follow you, what you want to celebrate about yourself. So you can find me basically across all social media at Heather Dubrow. And if you want some of my new fashion line, you can go to at Heather's Closet Official or shophq.com. And I want some fashions, by the way. <laughs> Nicole, where can people find you? What do you want us to know? You can find me on Instagram at smithn1010. And I'm just like a butterfly going through its chrysalis right now. I'm in transition and I'm coming out on the other end stronger, more enlightened, and hopefully more rested. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss this grown and sexy conversation. The After Party continues on my Instagram, at Garcelle, or on Twitter, at Garcelle B. So make sure to follow me. 
Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Radio Point, and Beauvais Wilson Productions. Distributed by Podcast Nation. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson. Hosted by Garcelle Beauvais, executive producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Alex Bach, Richard Corson, and Daniel Powell. Co-executive producers, Fallon Jethro, Janae Copeland, and Cindy Levinson. Associate producer, Lene Sanders. Music is from Extreme Music. This show was edited and mixed by Radio Point. Hey, how'd it do, y'all? I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and Western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.